I'm grateful that you're here to be part of the Gratitude Challenge. I'm grateful for the miracle of technology. I hope that you can see this okay. When I was shooting the last episode, the sun came out while I was shooting, and I have discovered the little uh, dial that uh, impacts exposure. And so I was trying to adjust it on the fly. And when I turned it on today, all you could see was a head with like almost no background visible at all. So if it looked like a floating head last time, it was my camera artistry for which you can be grateful. But where I want to take us today on the gratitude challenge is a deep place. Uh, it gets to the core of our soul and the question of how to be grateful in times of brokenness and deep sadness. Paul was writing the church at uh, Thessalonica in chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians, and he said, uh, Rejoice uh, always, pray without ceasing, and then give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you. And the idea is not give thanks for all circumstances, but give thanks in all circumstances, because circumstances may not be God's will for you, but that you be a grateful person. That's what God wants for you and me. And uh, Elie Wiesel, the great writer, survivor of the Holocaust, humanitarian, wrote, no one is as capable of gratitude as the one who has emerged from the kingdom of the night. And the kingdom of the night, of course, is that place of human suffering and brokenness and confusion of darkness, the place where it seems God is not the place where Jesus himself cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And everybody will spend some time in the kingdom of the night. I heard Elie Wiesel spoke, uh, speak one time many, many years ago, went to a synagogue and he sat down and he talked about how Judaism had blessings for every occasion imaginable except one. And we all wondered what the one exception might be because as we're learning to be grateful to learn from the people of Israel, the great book of the Psalms. There was nothing that they could not find a way to bless God for, be thankful for. And then Elie Wiesel said, the one prayer of blessing that we do not have in Judaism is a blessing for a martyr. And he said, the reason for this is we are to never abandon hope, always to believe that God may yet intervene. And so our gratitude uh, is not frothy or sentimental. It doesn't assume that circumstances will work out the way that we want them to. We find God hanging on a cross, even in the kingdom of the night. So a few thoughts as we get ready for cultivating gratitude in thinking about the difficult and the hard and the bad, because gratitude, if it means anything at all, has to be deeply compatible with them. A book that's been very helpful to me over the last few years is by Eleanor Stump. It's called Wandering in the Darkness. And uh, she writes these words by uh, Jean Vanier. He was uh, the head of a community for people with disabilities of various sorts and talks about how gratitude and flourishing are... Uh, congruent with deep suffering and brokenness. He said, we can only accept the pain in our lives if we discover our true self beneath all the masks and realize that if we are broken, we are also more beautiful than we ever dared to expect. 
When we realize our brokenness, we do not have to fall into depression. Seeing our own brokenness and beauty allows us to recognize hidden under the brokenness and self-centeredness of others, their beauty, their value, their sacredness. This discovery is a blessed moment, a moment of grace, a moment of enlightenment that comes in a meeting with the God of love who reveals to us that we are the beloved and so is everyone else. The person who has hurt you most is beloved by God. Uh, Eleanor Stump goes on to quote uh, from writing by a man named John Hall, who in the grip of a disease descended into blindness. And uh, he writes for some time his aversion to it and the suffering that it caused him. But then he writes about a spiritual experience he had while listening to music in a church, an encounter with God. The thought kept coming back to me, he writes. Could there be a strange way in which blindness is a dark paradoxical gift? Does it offer a way of life, a purification? Is it really like a kind of painful purging through a death? If blindness is a gift, it's not one that I would wish on anybody. But as the whole place and my mind were filled with that wonderful music, I found myself saying, I accept the gift. I accept the gift. I was filled with a profound sense of worship. I felt that I was in the very presence of God, that the giver of the gift had drawn near me to inspect his handiwork. If I hardly dared approach him, he hardly dared approach me. He had, as it were, thrown his cloak of darkness around me from a distance but had now drawn near to seek a kind of reassurance for me that everything was all right, that he had not misjudged the situation, that he did not have to say it's all right. I was saying to him, there's no need to wait. You can go on. Everything's fine. I accept the gift. I accept the gift. And I have found one of the deepest uh, experiences of gratitude going through this journey of the gratitude challenge uh, to come, uh, not when I think about how good my life is, but when I think precisely about God's presence right in the midst of pain that I cannot make go away. And I think that has something to do with the heart of God for a world where the pain and the beauty and the gift and the brokenness are somehow so intermingled. And so the man of great joy who said, uh, I want to teach you these things so that my joy can be in you and your joy can be full, is also the man of sorrows and the man on the cross. And in this exercise, we meet him there in the kingdom of the night. So. If you're doing this with a gratitude journal, you can begin to get this ready or prepare for that in your mind. If you're just simply doing this mentally as you and I talk together, you can do this in your head right now. This is from Robert Emmons' book, Gratitude Works, page 171. One strategy, strategy for cultivating gratitude is remember the bad. In our society, very often we work really, really hard to forget the bad, but then we are diminished in our humanity. Think of your worst moments, your sorrows, 
your losses, your sadness, and then remember. Focus on how you got through the worst day of your life, the trauma, the trial. You endured the temptation. You survived the bad relationship. You're making your way out of the dark. Remember the bad things. Then look to see where you are now. Sometimes even when bad things happen, they can ultimately have positive consequences, things that we can now be grateful for. So choose an experience from your life that was initially unpleasant, unwanted. Try now to focus on the positive aspects or consequences of this difficult experience. As the result of this event, what kinds of things do you now feel thankful or grateful for? Has it benefited you as a person? How have you grown? Were there personal strengths that grew out of your experience? How has the event made you better able to meet the challenges of the future? It's a strange thing that very rarely when people ask us, how do we grow spiritually? Do we talk about, oh, the time that I had that fabulous vacation in Hawaii? Or when I got that promotion, I wanted more than anything else in the world. How has this event put your life into perspective? How has this event helped you appreciate the truly important people and things in your life? In sum, how can you be thankful for the beneficial consequences that have resulted from this event? None of this diminishes the pain or makes the world or me any less broken, but it infuses them with meaning because somehow it's in the broken places that I find God. It is at the cross, in the kingdom of the night, where we meet him and we discover the darkness cannot extinguish the light. The light has come in the world and the darkness cannot put it out. So we thank him today in all circumstances, even that in the brokenness, in the bad circumstances, God is working for good. It is true, it is still true in the kingdom of the night. Like that little crow is calling out. We have so much to be grateful for. Thanks for joining us. To receive the emails that go along with each video, visit becomenew.me slash subscribe. If you'd like a text alert whenever a new video is posted, text the word become to the phone number 855-888-0444. You can send prayer requests to that number as well. To invite a friend, just share the link becomenew.me. We'll see you next time.